Hey, it's Jocelyn here with the Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. Pregnancy was a really hard season for me. In fact, I hated it. (laughs) I really disliked pregnancy. But you might have heard the saying, your mess can become your message. And my mess was pregnancy. I was pregnant four and a quarter times I had a miscarriage. And it was messy. All four times had messy parts. But the last few... I knew I had to change my mindset. I knew I had to find better thoughts to think around pregnancy if I wanted more children. And I did. I found some thought processes that actually helped me to enjoy pregnancy better. And now I have a a passion to help you to find more more positivity in pregnancy through shifting your mindset and through the thoughts you think through the different hard and trying transitions that pregnancy brings. So thank you for listening. If you think of a pregnant friend during this episode, please share it with her. And if you have a minute while you're laying there feeling miserable because you're pregnant, (laughs) would you give me a rating and review? That helps this podcast to be found by other pregnant women who desire to have a more positive experience than a dreadful, hateful, negative one. So Let me be there to help them, and that will come through you, through you rating and reviewing and sharing this podcast. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life, and I can help you. Thanks for joining! Don't you hate it when you itch your eyes and they start itching? And you have makeup on, so you don't want to rub the makeup off all over, but they itch like crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going through one of those moments right now. My eyes are itching like crazy. But one good thing about podcasting is I can pause it and itch my eyeballs and you don't have to hear that sound. (laughs) Podcasting is pretty awesome and I'm very grateful to be able to podcast for you, give you episodes and insights in helping you through pregnancy. Today I'm talking to the moms specifically pregnant with littles who are nauseous. So what exactly does that mean? Well, that means that, of course, first you're expecting a baby. You're in the nauseous phase. For most women, this tends to come around week six and can last for anywhere from like 12 to 18 weeks. Some get it worse than others. Some have the sickness their whole pregnancy. Others don't hardly get it at all. I did get the sixth phase with all four of my babies, boy and girls, and it was not very fun. (laughs) In fact, it was the hardest, the hardest part about pregnancy for me and my brain was that six weeks, that really difficult six weeks where I felt constantly carsick, nauseous, ready to throw up, but not wanting to throw up because I hated throwing up. And it was hard. It was a hard season. So this episode is for those who are pregnant who are nauseous and who have little kids, little being like toddler, or kids that still require quite a bit of your attention to help them either eat or go to the bathroom or get food or toys. Someone who is dependent quite a bit on mom. That is who I'm referring to as little in this episode. 
This can be a very hard transition because when you were pregnant with your first baby, you had more time to max and relax (laughs) and didn't have to worry about meeting someone else's needs or being responsible for someone else during the day. But now that you have another child in the home, maybe you've got a couple littles and you're pregnant again and miserable and laying on the couch, I want to give you a few tips that can help you get through. And when I get really excited, I talk fast, but I know sometimes that's hard to follow when I talk fast, so I will try to talk slow (laughs) so it's not so overwhelming. Um, So now you have other little humans in your home that you're responsible for, that you kind of have to keep alive during the day. You have to take care of their food desires, their naps, their diapers, and so on and so forth. So I will give you a few tips that can help make this time a little bit more easy to get through. I will be honest with you, it's probably always going to be a little bit hard, especially if your thoughts are down in the depths of despair. I say that a lot, but it is a real place in the depths of this despair when you're pregnant because you feel terrible. You're not meeting any of your needs. You're barely, well, you're barely meeting your needs. You're barely meeting those of your children and you've fallen behind in all your goals and everything is neglected. It really is and can be the depths of despair. So my first tip is to create a safe space. If you need to purchase some baby gates, if you need to push a couch in front of a hallway, if you need to put chairs, I used to use chairs because I didn't buy the baby gates. (laughs) I'd line up a bunch of chairs so that my baby couldn't leave the front room where I was at and go wander in the hallway. I felt a lot more comfortable when I could see my children than if they were wandering down the hall and getting into who knows what in the bathroom or the laundry room with the laundry soap or toothpaste, you know what I mean? Kids have a knack for getting into that stuff and finding exactly where it's at. (laughs) So for me, it was easy just to set up this safe space in my front room. So if you have like a front room area or a family room area where you like to be when you're not feeling good, like on the couch, a place that you can observe your children from afar but not have to have too much effort or exert too much, make that safe space. I have heard of people pushing couches in front of larger hallways or entryways so that their child can't um, go through those areas because maybe you have a large entryway to your kitchen and if they can crawl into the kitchen you're going to have another problem and more messes of them getting into stuff so make a safe space buy baby gates move couches figure out ways to reorganize your furniture for a time to have this safe space where your baby or your toddler can crawl around in the area and be safe (laughs) not get into stuff that's going to hurt them or harm them or stuff they're not supposed to eat but stuff that you can observe right there from the couch that is number one tip create that safe space for your toddlers to play and they're kind of trapped in so they can't wander the second tip is to have reachable treats and toys for them so if this is in the front room maybe you don't want like fruit in the front room that's really sticky, but you could handle some pretzels or goldfish or a piece of bread. Maybe put a bag of bread on a ledge or on the edge of the couch or on the floor or in the toys. I don't know. (laughs) But have these um, simple snacks that are reachable for the kids, easier for them to get, which will help minimize you having to get off the couch more than you need to. 
Because I don't know about you, but for me, when I had to move around a lot, sometimes it made me even more nauseous. <laughs> so the less I had to move during the six weeks, the better it was for me. So have those reachable toys, those reachable treats. And if you're even good at planning ahead, and if you have enough of a toy collection, you could recycle toys so that they have different toys to play with or pull from each day. I, know, I never got around to that, but I know people who did. I would just try and recycle the ones that got shuffled to the bottom of the toy bin or to the back of the closet instead of um, cycling toys. But those are a couple options if those are available to you. The last option I'm going to talk about has to do with you and your mind. Only you can control what thoughts are going through your head during this miserable time. For my first two pregnancies, the thoughts that were in my head were, this sucks. I hate this. I am never going to do this again. We're only having two kids. This is miserable. My husband has no idea what I'm going through. He probably is upset that I'm not doing what I, even the basics of what I should do, but I can't, I can't even get off the couch. This is terrible. I don't feel like me. I feel like throwing up all the time. This is hard. I'm stressed. I feel anxious. I feel like I have a mile long to-do list, but I can't do any of it. Do any of those thoughts resonate with you? That was my long list of how I felt during my first two pregnancies. I really loathed having to be stuck on the couch. I loathed having to not feel good, having to miss out and lack in so many ways. All of my goals kind of fell off of the rocker and we did super survival mode, (laughs) which for me was super hard. I am a type that would rather be productive, but there are seasons where you have to survive. So those first two pregnancies were an example of how my thoughts went. My next two pregnancies, I knew I had to get something into shape. God had witnessed to me that I needed to change my thoughts. I knew I needed to change my thoughts because I always wanted a larger family. And if I kept those thoughts, I wasn't going to get pregnant anymore. (laughs) We were going to be done having kids at two. But I wanted more, and I knew that God wanted more, so I kept trying. I kept trying to shift my thoughts. I kept trying to find the thoughts and the thinking tools that would help me. I learned about positive psychology and a model about how we choose to think about our circumstances is up to us. And it was powerful in helping me to transform and for in helping me to move forward and to find more sacred beauty in pregnancy and find more thoughts of gratitude while I was laying sick on the couch than thoughts of depression and despair. It sincerely helped so much to find gratitude, to change some of the negative to the positive, to look up pregnancy-specific affirmations and to say them in my mind, and to move forward in this new thought process than my old thought process of hate and loathe. And over time, And over those two pregnancies, I came to find more sacred beauty in pregnancy. I can't say it was perfect or that it was amazing, but those tools, the gratitude, changing the negative to the positive, and the affirmations specific to pregnancy helped so much. They considerably helped me to improve my pregnancy. So you get to choose what thoughts you're going to think. Are you going to think the thoughts that lead you in a direction that you want to enjoy pregnancy, to find sacred beauty in it, 
to be grateful for the little human that you are growing in your body. The amazing body that your cells are growing and forming is going to create a baby inside of you. It is super incredible that as women, our bodies can do this. Are you going to think thoughts like that? Or are you going to have some of the more negative and down and discouraging thoughts? Because you're listening to this podcast, I hope it's the first. I hope that you're going to try to find more positivity during this pregnancy and that as you implement these tools in your life and in your mind, they will help you. They will help you through this phase that is can be miserable and it can be hard. If you need help doing this, I actually made a course with those three things just for you. The gratitude, changing the negative to the positive, and the pregnancy-specific affirmations. I made them into one to two minute videos, segments that are doable to watch or listen to right while you can listen to or watch on the couch. This positivity and these mental exercises will help you if you are struggling to do it on your own. These little videos can help you to do the positive thing, to choose the positive thoughts. Choose those positive thoughts, Mama. I'm cheering for you. And if you need help, look into the Positive Pregnancy Program. It'll be the top top link in the show notes. And I'm excited to be there for you and support you in this beautiful journey of growing a baby. So to sum up a little bit of what we talked about today, the first tip when you have littles and you're pregnant was to create a safe space. Get baby gates or chairs or couches in the way of hallways, kitchens, or bathrooms that you do not want them to go into. The second tip was to have reachable toys and snacks. This would minimize your need to get up to go to the kitchen to make snacks for them if they are in reachable spots and doable spots. If they can reach it, they can grab it. If they can't reach it, you're going to be moving up and down more, which can make you more nauseous. And the third tip was to remember the thoughts that are going on in your mind while you are on the couch, while you are watching your child, while you are growing this baby and getting through this sick time. Get through it, through it with more grace and beauty through changing beautiful thoughts, through having uplifting thoughts surrounding and encouraging pregnancy. I'm here for your mama. Your children need you and you are amazing and you need you. You need you with your positive thoughts. Thank you for joining. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. For listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight, and becoming the mom you desire to be, through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, 
and I thank you for listening. Until next time.